0: Hi everyone, this is Allison for a solo Empire Life podcast. On the Empire Life podcast, we dive deep into entrepreneurship topics and all about strategies to help you have a better life. And today, I'm going to be diving deep with you in a solo, this is my second ever solo recording, in my self-love journey. About A year and a half ago, I was speaking on a stage, and right before I was about to go on stage, my daughter was there in the audience, and she had come to watch me speak and take some pictures. I had on a leather jacket over an outfit, and she said to me, Mom, why are you wearing a jacket? It's 100 degrees outside. Why are you wearing that when hey just hand it to me you can you can hand it to me you don't need to wear that on stage and I said oh no, it's okay I feel comfortable with this on and she said to me oh kind of like a safety blanket or kind of like a really comfy hoodie that you wear like I also feel really comfortable when I wear certain hoodies and I said yeah like that What I was really thinking in my head is my arms are too big and I look undesirable or unworthy if I take off this jacket. And I'm going to go ahead and decide to stay safe and keep this jacket on. When I saw the pictures later from the event, I was the only one on the speaker panel and on stage wearing a jacket. I saw them and I thought, this. This is not a reflection of me. I felt like I looked bloated, overweight. I was feeling a lack of energy, a lack of confidence, even though the relationship I am in, he was really accepting of some extra weight that I had gained through entrepreneurship. I didn't quite feel like myself. And luckily, my daughter also was encouraging of me to be confident as I normally do come across as confident. It was extremely challenging to process these feelings coming up where I was feeling not as confident as I had felt before. I was feeling as if I was worried about different angles people may take pictures of me. I would say, tilt the camera more up and face down so it didn't get my chin or my face. Or it in a certain angle, it got me facing down and it made me look as I perceived more skinny or (laughs) more valuable in the eyes of the camera. When I started to dive deeper a year and a half ago after the story with my daughter, it was a lightning flash or lightning bolt that went off in my head told me, you've been leading women in the Empire Life Female Founders Club and Empire Life one-on-one clients to step fully into their power online to fully show up. I started asking myself the question, are you fully showing up? Am I fully showing up? Am I fully stepping into my power? Am I fully loving myself? And the answer in that moment was no. Instead, I was agonizing about the weight. I was feeling upset, bloated, lack of energy. I was feeling when I went to the gym, wasn't really making a difference because it started taking me longer to lose weight than I had anticipated or than I wanted because my lifestyle had somewhat changed from moving around a lot at work, from sitting in front of the computer more and becoming more obsessed or more really re- en- engrossed in what I was doing. And as we started onboarding more clients, I was working a lot more hours until I built more of a team and I could outsource or reflect a lot of the work to my expert teammates. Then I was able to start going to the gym more, making time to go outside for a walk, move, stretch. Recently, a few months ago, as I started noticing more weight coming off, It was because I have started, again, incorporating morning affirmations where as I breathe in, I say certain affirmations to myself, such as, I am strength. I am a money magnet. I am power. I am support. Money always finds me. There is always enough. I am enough. I am caring. And as I breathe out, I think about all the fears related to that statement and I let them all go in my breath out, such as if I was saying, I am power. Uh, As I breathe out, I would say, I'm letting go of not being powerful enough or I'm letting go of feeling vulnerable or weak or not knowing the next step to take because i understand it'll come i'm letting go of that fear as i breathe out i like go of the fear and i started incorporating more guided meditations for 15 minutes to an hour every morning and that has really been helping me in my self love journey when when times when times or stressful times come up in my life and I'm I'm seeing a challenge or I'm not knowing which step to take next, I go to my breathing, I go back to breathing, that affirmations and understanding I am strength, I am support. At some times in my life also, I have felt unsupported by people that I love. I'm sure that we can all relate to that. And I do feel I tend to take on too much without asking for help, without reaching out to others and letting people know the state that I'm in. This is also a huge growth area for me in the last few years is being fully present and fully acknowledging the space I'm in And then being able to communicate that to the people around me. For example, when I lay down or I'm sitting down for my meditation, I breathe in to all the spaces in my body that may be holding tension. And often when we release the tension that we're holding on certain areas of our body, we'll tend to realize there most likely is an emotion attached to that tension. And as we release that tension, and we may even cry, have some kind of emotional release as this tension is is drifting away from our body, as we're letting go of this tension. Often, for myself, I'm also letting go of an emotion attached to this tension. I'm letting go of the fear of being vulnerable, for example, to share the state that I am feeling I'm in. I've also come to realize often our feelings are passing through. Our, our feelings are temporary Temporary of how we feel about X, Y, Z based on the cognitive impressions, impacts, our past experiences. Those are all affecting our feeling as we feel them. And if, if we are able to imagine or picture feelings passing through and I'm feeling this right now. And I understand that in an hour or tomorrow, depending on the magnitude of how we're feeling and what we're coming up, what we're facing in that moment, when we are, what we are overcoming, what we are learning and growing in and how, how we're expanding. It's passing through and as it, the feeling passes through, we're expanding if we allow this. We allow space for, or I allow space for how I'm feeling and growing in the moment. And I also allow the space for it to pass myself to expand. And always having the belief I'm going to do and allow space for everything that's needed today. What do I need? What do we need? What is going to nourish our bodies, our energy, and feel good? Ultimately, just as in the Desire Map book that I read a few years ago by Danielle Laporte, ultimately, to be able to set goals, such as a self-love goal, weight loss, financial, romantic, there must be a feeling attached to it. If I want to motivate myself to go to the gym, I tell myself, I'm going to feel so damn good after I go. I am going to be radiating, my skin's going to be glowing, I'm going to feel more energy, I may be tired right now, but I'm going to feel so great after I go. Or if you're looking at a salad and you know that you can eat a chicken burger or hamburger instead of the salad, you can tell yourself, I'm going to feel great after I eat this salad, I am nourishing my body, it's going to give me energy, when I choose this. Similarly in a romantic relationship, I'm going to feel great after I express myself to this person. I'm not quite sure where this conversation is going to take me. Not quite sure they're going to respond in the way that I would like them to respond. However, after we come to common ground, after we see eye to eye, after we feel like we're on the same page, it's going to feel so great and liberating and freeing because we are capable to talk about the things that are uncomfortable we're capable to to grow and expand and oftentimes expanding can be slightly uncomfortable because it puts us in a vulnerable position and when i say uncomfortable i don't mean you're pushing yourself so hard at the gym then you're depleted to be there for the people you love, and you're agonizing over how hard you push yourself. I mean, uncomfortable in the way that before you went to the gym, you needed to have uh, some kind of pep talk with yourself, such as, I know you're tired, Allison. I tell myself, I know you're tired. It's okay. It's okay you're tired. You may not have slept the best that you could have slept. You may be a little tired. You're going to feel. Great right afterwards. The initial part of getting to the gym or getting outside and taking a walk or laying down on your yoga mat, meditating, the point between when you start this process and then when you do it can be extremely uncomfortable because I'm sure, just like you and just like me, just like each other, we have a lot of things going on, a lot on our plates. A lot of things on the to-do list. It may be slightly uncomfortable to stop what you're doing and make time for you. And this is what I'm coming back to full circle, is the part about self-love, making time for ourselves, taking up space in the most healthy way possible within relationships, making time to allow the space to expand to allow other people to expand and accept you, love you, understand you for who you are. Allowing them the space to fully understand you is self-love. Such as for example, sometimes I let, I have one child and I may let them know I need some me time I need to take a hot bath I need to have a glass of wine and take a walk by myself or some people may find those moments of allowing yourself especially if you have kids speaking to the mothers out there or you're you take care you you really care about your husband and You both just get home from work. Another example, you may not have kids yet. And he's really excited to visit with you, excited to have dinner with you. And you feel inside yourself, I just need some space right now. Instead of forcing and plowing through your emotions, forcing through the moment, having self-love also ties a lot back into clear stated boundaries. Given this situation that I'm talking about, he's excited. He just got home. He can't wait to see you and have dinner with you. You guys have been flirting all day and excited to cook with you. And all you want is some quiet time. In this moment, having self-love is going to reflect in having great boundaries and saying something along the lines of, I know you're really excited to spend this time with you with me. And I really want to spend this time with you. Also, right now, I'm feeling like I need like 10 minutes to breathe and lay down. I welcome you to lay down with me and take some deep breaths, or I'm going to be doing that in the room by myself for a little bit. You're welcome to watch a show, have a glass of wine, whiskey, whatever he likes this is really what I need to do right now, and I know I'm going to feel better after I do this. Can we have this conversation again in 10 to 20 minutes after I've done some deep breath work, after I've been doing deep breathing, having a minute by myself, or even I need to unwind a little bit and take a hot bath, or I can have this conversation right now, but as soon as we finish eating dinner, I'm definitely gonna be in the bath. I really need that. This allows the space for the other person to love you the same way you're loving yourself. When we are able to set these boundaries and reflect the self-love inward, it allows them to then hold the space. And they may not like it in the moment. (laughs) They may not always like it because they were excited to see you. Or similarly, if you're saying something along these lines to your kids, they may be a little upset at first. And they will adapt. They will start reflecting the self-love back to you as they get older. It's miraculous how children adapt and start reflecting the boundaries that we've set for ourselves when we give them this language when we are having this language of self-love we're doing a huge service to support them and them understanding how to have the language of self-love for themselves which ties back into feeling great in our bodies feeling good in our goals of what we're tying this to, such as if it was a financial goal, we need to ask ourselves, how am I going to feel when I have this amount of money in my bank account? What will I do with this money, this new money that's flowing in? When we're doing the affirmation, I am a money magnet. And breathing out, (sighs) there's not enough. I'm a money magnet, breathing out the fear of possibly there not being enough. I am support, breathing out the fear that there's not going to be people that are there for us. As we're doing that, we're allowing the space for more money to show up. The next step of that is understanding What the feeling is attached to it, how you want to feel. Like in the desire map, it talks about attributing three words to a day. What are the three words you want to feel? I want to feel free. I want to feel affluent. I want to feel white. I want to feel flowy. I want to. So, what are the tasks or little things we can do to feel feminine if you tell yourself, I want to feel like a woman. I want to feel feminine. I want to feel so so rooted in my feminine energy. That might look like brushing our hair in a certain way, taking a nice long bath or a shower, and that may look like taking a little extra time to get ready for a date or buying a, a new dress that you feel extremely radiant and beautiful in to wear on your next date. That may look like getting some new eyeshadow that you feel like really makes your eyes pop and you take a little extra time to wear that eyeshadow sometimes. That may look like going to the gym and doing a little bit of cardio and you feel like you're radiant after that or getting a facial, getting a massage. As you fully tap into how you want to feel, Then from there, we can build on what things do I do in my day that allow me to feel like this. For me, for example, I love to feel abundant and affluent. And when I treat myself sometimes to good coffee, I either make it myself in the French press buy some great coffee at the grocery store, go to a new cafe. This leads me to feeling I have enough. I feel luxurious with enjoying this beautiful matcha or coffee that I love. Or sometimes I make a nice tea for myself. These are tribute to cultivating how I want to feel. And I highly suggest when you're setting a goal, if it's related to your weight loss, self-love journey, tap into, how do I want to feel this day? And then from there, start building your to-do list. How do I want to feel? I want to feel taken care of. Okay, maybe I need to have a slightly uncomfortable conversation with my significant other or my kids that mommy needs a bath or you know your honey your sweetheart needs a hot bath sometimes and or I need to do a face mask tonight that might mean a little less time that you have with your significant other start reflecting on how do I want to feel within this goal and then build your goals From this point, this will help a lot in the self love journey. And as you feel more in alignment in your vision and your passion, this will give more love and respect inwardly back to you. And then I'm going to leave you guys with this. No one most likely you can't expect or cultivate more love outside of yourself ultimately than you have inside of yourself. What we're experiencing from the outside world is often a reflection of how much confidence and love we have inwardly. Our self-love and how we're cultivating this how we're allowing space only we can do this for ourselves and when we do this when we take the time to schedule in self-love take the time to check in with the tension in our bodies and how we feel and have those uncomfortable conversations and continue to expand and grow in the healthiest way possible Continue to allow space for feelings to come and let, and then let go as we expand to journal, to meditate, to pray, to continue to grow in our love for ourselves. We are modeling how we want other people to treat us. So the next time for myself, if someone is treating me in an inappropriate way, I feel in an inappropriate way. I immediately, I invite you to immediately ask yourself, how am I showing up in this situation? Am I in a place where I'm loving myself the way that I deserve to be loved? When you are able to answer that question and see yourself as, okay, I need to grow. I'm going to continue to grow and expand in this. I'm going to continue to have better self-talk with myself. I'm going to put a little less pressure on myself. I'm going to be patient with myself. As you have more patience with yourself, for example, and then someone on the outside of you that you have a relationship with that's in your life has a little patience with you, you're going to understand that that's where the boundary is and be able to redirect them of Hey, I kind of feel like you're being too hard on me or I kind of feel like you're being impatient in this situation. Like what's going on instead of accepting their impatience and being, then being hard on yourself and saying, Oh yeah, I'm horrible or I'm this, or because you already have the negative self-talk, you're going to understand when they're impatient that I don't, I don't know. I don't deserve that. I'm patient with myself. I love myself. I'm awesome. I'm this, I'm I'm self-love, I am love, I am love. And if a person is acting in a certain way on the outside of you, that's not in alignment with your center of gravity, with your self-love, it's going to become easier to set those healthy boundaries and redirect people in your life in the kindest, gentlest way possible saying something along the lines of, I see you're frustrated right now. I see you're feeling some impatience towards me. Let's explore that. And imagine how deep conversations can go when we fully acknowledge and give the other person space for their feelings? This can only come after we've given ourselves the space for love and our own feelings and we've felt them and let them pass through and we're being patient with ourselves and making time for self-love and I would love to hear you guys experience with your self-love journey and everything you've learned about yourself you can always dm me find me on instagram at allison rmsy we have a Facebook group called Empire Life. It's for female founders. We are publishing a book in January 2021. If you want to be involved in that, make sure to DM me. We're publishing female founders' stories from them rising from the ashes to their personal success, to their rising phoenix. It's going to be epic. It's already epic. We've already had stories submitted that, are, that blow my mind, that will blow your mind and inspire you. If you want to share your story and you're a female founder, founder and you want to share your story with millions, make sure to get in touch with me soon because the deadline is at the end of February. So make sure to reach out to me as soon as you hear this, if you feel called, this feels in alignment with you. And I send you guys tons of good vibes. Talk to you soon.